When wishes were horses and beggars could ride, in a stone castle by the sea there lived a rich land. How am I supposed to choose? There are so many. And so he left the trail, and he followed the sound of the music. I am the goat from the hills and the mountains. And when I have finished eating these herbs and these vegetables, then I shall eat you, too. Once upon a time, and welcome to the Story Story Podcast. I'm Rachel Ann Harding, and I have some stories for you. This is May Madness, where I bring you a new story and storyteller every day of the week. Because I'm obsessed with stories, and I can't wait to share more with you. The fairy tale sponsor for this episode is Mama Bear's Famous Oatmeal. Struggling to feed your family an easy, nutritious breakfast? A bowl full of this perfect porridge will have your family saying, This is just right. Mama Bear's famous oatmeal. They'll break into your house to get their hands on some. This episode is also brought to you by Patreon supporter Jean-Paul Druk. Jean-Paul is a storyteller, discerning tea drinker, and generous patron of the arts. A big thank you to him and all the other patrons. If you would like to become a supporter for the podcast for as little as $4 a month, you can find links on storystorypodcast.com and hear me read your name and thank your beautiful face for the world to hear. The theme for this week is the sun, the moon, and starlit skies. The teller of this story was featured on the first episode of Story A Day May, but this is one of hers that has never been on the podcast before and is so on theme. But you know what? You don't need an explanation. You need the story. This is Claire Murphy telling the story, Tribe of the Star Song. Seeing as we started at the beginning of the world, uh, I'll go back to that place, to Africa, and we'll go forward just a couple of thousand, hundred thousand years or so, when people came along. So it was a long, long time ago in Africa, there was a tribe of people called the Invisible People. And they were called this because of the way they moved. They could stand behind a tree and disappear. They could move so silently. A whole tribe of them, you wouldn't hear them coming. Now, they were a nomadic people. They went from place to place to place, and they lived off the land, and they killed the animals that they needed to kill. And one winter, they were sat, all of them, around their fire, all of them being far less than the number of people in this tent, all of them being such a small number because they had had a very difficult year. There had been a famine, there had been a drought, and there had been a war. And in that war, many of their warriors had been killed. And sat around the fire were the little babies, the young children, the women, the old people, and nine warriors. And they sat there and they knew the winter was coming and the worry was coming into their hearts. And as they sat huddled together, they heard the sound of drums. Not one, not two, but hundreds of drums. And it was coming from over the mountain. And they sat there in silence, worrying. And then the drumming stopped. And about an hour later, the smell of cooking so strong it traveled up and over the mountain and down and into their nostrils. The smell of many, many cooking pots. And they know what you've already figured out. There was a big, big tribe on the other side of that mountain. A big tribe looking to settle. A big tribe that could crush them so easily if it found them 
And the women grabbed the small children and the old people, they huddled together and they began to worry, this is it, this is our end. And they looked towards their wise woman, their medicine woman. And she knew what she had to do. She got herself up and she walked out into the dark, away from the fire, and she went looking for that one plant, that plant that was her friend and her teacher. She went searching for it. And she had to, you know, really masticate quite well to get that juice, that vision juice, that dream juice that sailed down her throat. And as it sailed down her throat, her eyes started to widen. She felt her chest expand out. And she she felt the ends of her body disappear as she fell back and she stared up at the stars. And she let the vision come, the answer to their difficulties. She lay there and she looked and she listened and she heard the song in her ear. And as she heard the end of the song, she started to laugh. And she got back up, still in a daze, and she went over and she said, You lot, come here. And the nine warriors took their spears and followed her, never to disobey this woman, ever. And they sat with her and she said, I have it. I have a plan. And she told them the plan. And all the warriors, that's not going to work. And she said, no, no, it will, it will, it will. Trust me. And she gave each of them a star in the sky that was theirs. And she said, come on. And they left the babies and the children and the women and the old people by the fire. And they began to walk silently up the mountain, one following after the other so quickly and quietly, and the the warriors were so scared, their, their, their hearts were in their throats, beating so loudly, and they got to the top, to the peak, where they could see down into the valley below, and their fear quadrupled. Their fear was so magnified because they saw the new tribe. They saw so many fires, hundreds of warriors, it had to be. But the medicine woman, she turned around and she said, come on. And silently they slipped down the mountainside, following her. And they walked so close to that tribe, they stayed in the dark, but they they came just to the edge of the dark, where the light was almost within reaching distance. And each warrior had to find his star and stand under it. And when each warrior was in his place, he could only see one warrior to his far right and one warrior to his far left. And only two warriors could see the medicine woman. She gave them the nod, and they were going to repeat whatever she said. So she reached down, bringing that all-powerful breath down into her belly, and she called out into the dark, Ooh, alewa, a tiki tiki tongwa. A walla walla walla. Ooh, alue, alue, alua. And the song that they sang was very clear. The song said, We are strong. We are powerful. If you come into our territory, we will crush you. And the song in that valley was so loud. 
It sounded out like a great chorus. And all the people in the new tribe, they peered out into the dark to see who, who was coming for them. All the warriors grabbed their spears. The medicine woman, she saw them, and she reached down with her breath again and went even louder. Ooh, alewa. A tiki tiki tong wa. A walla walla walla. Ooh, alue, alue, alua. We are strong, we are powerful. If you come into our territory, we will crush you. And now all the women in the new tribe, they were grabbing their babies and getting closer to the fire. And they were protecting the older people. And the warriors, they were inching back just a little bit. And the medicine woman felt they needed one last bit of this lesson. And she reached down to the most ferocious, the wildest part of herself. And she came at them again. Ooh, alewa. A tiki tiki tong wa. A walla walla walla. Ooh, alue, alue, alua. We are strong. We are powerful. If you come into our territory, we will. And all the warriors standing there, the hundreds of warriors with their spears, they just. Step back towards the light. They put down the spears. They put up their hands. The women began to gather up the cooking pots. They began to put out the fires. And they said, we're going. And the nine warriors and the medicine woman slipped back into the dark. And they silently ran up the mountainside. And when they got to the top, they began to laugh. And the laughter burst out of them. And they were rolling down the other side of the mountain with the laughter ricocheting around them, bouncing off the trees and when they got to the bottom, all of the, their tribe was sitting and waiting, had heard the laughter, watched as they rolled and fell and came to a stop. What happened? What did you do? And the nine warriors and the medicine woman, they sat around a fire and they told the story as I just told it to you. And as they finished the story, the children were laughing so hard they were rolling around in the dirt. And the old women were laughing, great big fat tears rolling down their faces. And they survived that winter, and the next, and the next. And on and on they went. And whenever difficult times came, whether it was famine or drought, whether it was war or recession or bad politicians, (laughs) all they had to do was sit around together, tell that story, and remember how one song saved an entire people. Thank you for listening to the Story Story Podcast. Show the love. Find Claire Murphy on the internet, tell her you heard her on the podcast, and now want to hear her tell more stories. You can find me and the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Story Story Podcast or Rachel Ann Harding. The idea for this week's fairy tale sponsor came from the beautiful brain of Janelle Reardon. Check out the ads for the fairy tale sponsors on social media and let me know the favorite story you have heard or the favorite stories of your childhood. Who knows? Maybe you'll hear them here soon. Like and rate the show on iTunes, head over to the website and join the mailing list for hidden goodies. And if you tune in, you will hear more stories tomorrow. But until then, live happily ever after.
Mary Kate opened up the door and there on the doorstep wrapped in his own blanket was her baby. And to this day, Anansi spins webs so that he can catch the flea, the fly, and the moth that got away. If you go down to the lake on a clear day when the water lies as calm as a sheet of glass, you can still see the rooftops of the castle glittering in the sunlight. And if you listen really closely, you can even hear the festive music from the royal 